Scratch that. Scratch that. Reverse it. So quiet up and listen down. You need to stop. Scratch that. <laughs> Reverse it. I can't hear myself, so I'm going to take these off. Okay. Hey, let go and let God. That's what I always say. <laughs> Scratch that. Reverse it. Let God and let go. <laughs> Um, so if you don't know what I'm referencing, I'm referencing the uh, trailer for Wonka starring none they, other than Timothy Chalamet. They know Chalamet. what you're referencing. They know. We should be so, we should be those annoying internet personalities that don't explain any of their references. Uh-huh. Katya and Trixie. Totally. But like you kind of learn by <laughs> it's immersion. Like, it's just, um, what is it? Recognition between the two of us. Yeah. Right. But yeah, it's. The girls that get it, get it. And the girls that don't, don't. Period. Scratch that. <laughs> How do you feel like that, that Wonka is going to be? Um, terrifying. It looks bad. bad. I'm going to be real. The Adventures of Tintin um, in a bad way. Derogatory. I, I don't think this was smart for Timmy to do. I think he's fine. Not fine. Sorry. He will be fine. He will be fine. But like, it's just not in his brand, I feel. Really? To do like a heartwarming children's movie. Yeah, I think he'll be fine. I think it makes sense. Really? He's got the Willy Wonka face. But I don't think he's, like, weird enough. Like, he's not, like, Gene Wilder. He's not Johnny Depp. If we were on that level socially, like, mm-hmm. in, of that status, do you think we'd be friends with Timothee? Tim, sorry. Timothee? Whatever the fuck his name is. Um, I don't know. I kind of feel like I can see it going either way. I watched a, a video with um, Emmy Chambi and um, Tucker. Pillsbury. Oh, I don't know who that Real, is. Role model, her boyfriend. Okay. Um, and they, they were like, anytime I go to a party, we're just trying to hang out with Timmy. Right. And I'm so Me like, too. So, we're calling him Timmy, and he's at the party. I feel like he's probably so annoying. Like, there's something about but him that's I like I feel like he'd be annoying, but in a fun way. Like every like film, he'd give us something to, to like. Yeah, make fun of him for like he's but like to his face. Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. every film bro I went to college with. In a, in a bad way? In, like, a bad way, but also, like, I think you could be like, oh, my God, Timmy, you're so fucking pretentious. And he'd be like, ah, ha, ha, ha. I feel like he's probably not pretentious. That's I the like vibe I get. I feel like he's, like, constantly high and just laughs at every joke you say. And I love that energy. Uh-huh. Kind of like, a, like a, just a dog that's happy to be there. But I also think he'd be like, oh, yeah, this reminds me of this, like, black and white French film from the 1920s. That's what you get from him? Kind of. I don't know. You don't get that? No, I get kind of an airhead, but also book smart. Mm-hmm. I feel, but I also feel like he, like he has days where he like, just like smokes weed and mm-hmm. like plays video games Same. all day, you know? Right. Like, every, like he's just like a normal guy. I would smoke with Timothy Chalamet. That would be That's fun. not the dream blunt rotation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just feel like I would have to be very clear that like, like, I think I, I could get along with him in, like, a friend capacity, but I could never date him. No, that's not the question. That was never the question. That's never the question. <laughs> but I'm saying We're that, like... We're not Kylie Jenner. <laughs> stop. Stop. But, but I'm saying, like... Was like, that I ever think, confirmed, by the way? No. Like, I'm saying he, he would just, like, piss me off so much, I feel like. Right, but most him. of my friends piss me off. <laughs> Excuse me? At most, not all. Do I piss you off? I don't think you've ever pissed me off. Really? Sometimes you've texted me when I, like, don't want to be social, but that's yeah. not your fault. Yeah, that's true. It is my fault. And we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. I use sentences with periods. And I feel it's... very attacked. <laughs> yes. As such. <laughs> when that occurs. Sorry. So quiet up 
Listen down. Let's get this shit Scratch that. Reverse it. Hello, everybody. My name is Taylor. My name is Kaivon. And welcome to another episode of... No follow-up follow questions. questions. <laughs> the show where we talk about the booms, the bangs, and the blunders of living through your 20s. Where the fuck did you go just I now? I fancy myself a chocolate maker. A dreamer. <laughs> How many times have you seen this? Like twice. I'm not even saying it right. You had me fooled. I feel the rush. Addicted, addicted to, to Let's touch. talk about the twinks really quick. Uh-huh. The, the simultaneous... Like slander and praise that Troy Sivan is getting in this moment. For Rush. For Rush, his new single. Mm-hmm. Break it down for me. So, Song of the Summer, for real? That and Padam okay. Padam have oh. taken over the gay community mm-hmm. and therefore all of pop culture. Mm-hmm. So, which is good, good for them. And they are fun. Mm-hmm. Imagine a, a like smoky room. We, we're a little drunk. You just mm-hmm. took a hit of poppers on the dance floor. Right. I'm throwing, I'm, I'm thrashing. Yeah. That <laughs> Standing fun. on the table. That sounds so fun. Um, but then the video, he got a lot of flack because it's like only twig bitches in the, in the video. Right. Like you must have a size 28 waist to enter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the air one aisles. <laughs> okay. So we had a moment where we visited. Taylor's friend, first time in an air one. Yeah. Tucker at work. And, and I've so like, I've um, purposely like avoided going to air one because I don't, I want to try to avoid lifestyle creep. Um, Do you think you're in danger of becoming an air one girly? Um, not right now, but if I was gainfully employed, right. like, full-time. You will be eventually. Eventually. So that's what I'm saying, Let's like... peek into your future. If I, like, get into the the habit of, like... Justifying spending yeah, prices like that. Then it'll it'll just happen. But we just took a visit mm-hmm. to Erwan when we, like, we went to visit our friend Tucker at work. And we, like, you know, were perusing around, just shopping, going to various stores and locations. <laughs> The Erwan was so oppressively constructed. Like, the aisles. Most Erwans are tiny. Oh, my. So the aisles were so close together and so tall. I felt very claustrophobic. I felt like I was in a tunnel. It was like, I, like when you turn around, you can't, like, see everything on the shelf. Like, you can only really see, like, what's right in front your, of you. Your theory is that they made it like that on purpose so only skinny people could fit in Yeah. <laughs> right. A, a plus-size person actually wouldn't be able to fit through a lot of those sections. And that's, like, insane. That's really crazy. Like, there's simply no need for that. Like... You must be this skinny to enter. This rich to participate. LA is a monster, and you don't need to beat up beat yourself up for not fitting into that. It just, it's just really hard for me. Not that you me. don't fit into the aisles, because you clearly do. But, like, it's it's hard to have, like, the genetic makeup of a Midwesterner. Mm-hmm. In LA, because I don't fit in. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. I just okay. Update for the listeners. I feel like I need a whole new wardrobe. So. Well, I need one too, but I don't fit any of my pants anymore. It, that's also where <laughs> I'm at right now. And the, I'm gonna be real yeah. on the pod. I've gained weight mm-hmm. for the me first ch- time since too. literally high school. Wow. I went from a 34 size waist to a 36, mm-hmm. and like not a big deal. But, like, for someone who's always been the same size, yeah. to instantly have to replace all of my pants, that's disorienting. I'm exactly with you right now. Right. But now I'm feeling, I'm feeling TBH, very gaslit right now, um, by 
professionals telling me you just have to accept your body. And I'm like, Seems like I get lot. that. I get that. But also, like, it's not realistic for me to replace every single item of clothing that I own. Every time. So, yeah, I, I very honestly used to be of the mind that, like, you should love yourself. And if you go up in size, but I've said this to you, uh-huh. just buy new pants. And that was insensitive in that logistically, you're not going to buy new pants every time you change size. Mm-hmm. It's honestly so dumb saying it out loud now. It's also like, I think, I don't know. Okay, I mean, this is like a, I guess, like kind of open-ended, like sensitive topic maybe. But like, I'm kind of questioning, like, is changing your body in any way, like, saying purposefully gaining and losing weight or like doing cosmetic procedures getting plastic surgery like is like what is like the moral value of that is that like you know everybody should be able to do what they want with their body Mm -hmm. regardless of like of of what it is or is like altering your body like just servicing these like societal beauty standards that only serve to oppress us like what I don't know. Like, I think I'm getting stuck in like the theoretical meaning of it mm-hmm. all. And I'm losing sight of what I actually want to do, mm. you know, because like I can't tell right now whether I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm cool with this size. Like, I have gained a significant amount of weight, but like, that's dope. Like, I'm just going to like go with it. Or if I want to be like, you know what? I like want to pursue weight loss. Like. I, it's it's really hard to like well, tease there, that out. There are so many people that are like, whether or not you choose to uh-huh. love your body now or lose weight, there are people on both sides that are going to praise you or or, or mm-hmm. what's the word condemn you for that. I don't mm-hmm. know. I I struggle this, with this a lot in that like I want to love my body at every stage, mm-hmm. but then how do I justify working out as hard as I do or like yeah, is it okay to want abs? Even though I don't have them. Yeah. Like, is it okay to have an aesthetic goal? Right. And also, like, but, like, what is, who is deciding what's okay and what's not okay? Like, I think what, what I'm also getting stuck in is, like, I feel like when I talk to people about this, whether it's, like, my therapist or, like, not you, but, like, other friends, like, I feel like nobody really understands, like, how disorienting it is Mm -hmm. to like kind of not really feel at home in your body or Mm -hmm. like recognize it and I'm sure that happens like with people like in various different ways like I'm sure that happens when people get pregnant to like not recognize or feel like your body's your own a life event like that doesn't have to happen but I'm just like I'm just like associating with associating how I feel with that like just the sensation of like not feeling comfortable in your own body, not recognizing Mm -hmm. it. And it's like very disorienting. And I don't think that like, I, I, I I don't know, like, this is just all my own shit, but like, it's just, it's just hard. Like, it's just hard. But I think like, it's too simplistic to just completely like ignore the fact that that is, that's hard to deal with because right now, like I'm getting messaging where it's like, so what, girly? Like, you gained weight? Like, just live with it. Like, like this is you now. Like, now you just get to buy a new wardrobe. Like, slay. Like, everybody gains You're weight. Like, it's super normal. <laughs> like, just, like, slay. Right. But, 
I don't know. Like I'm I'm kind of like just craving recognition that, that it's like hard. it's hard. Right. And it's also You like don't need the solution right now. You just need understanding that like this fucking sucks. That it's hard. And yeah. it's like also hard in this city specifically. Mm-hmm. Like I've kind of extricated myself from the entertainment industry as much as I can. But again, it's like really hard just to like you even if you're yeah. not working in it, you're still very interested in it. Yeah. And like And you can't you literally can't walk down the street in the city without being reminded of Exactly the standards here. And like and seeing like people who are like significantly thinner than me, like on a daily basis, it that's also disorienting. Hmm. So I'm just like I'm just being real with the listeners. I'm kind of struggling. I don't know. We're going through changes. But some are good, too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Life doesn't look the same. What are we doing? <laughs> it doesn't look the same as it did. <laughs> kind of like bummed out. I didn't know I wanted. I didn't know what we were going to talk. We we're going to talk about this. You can cut that out. <laughs> I don't know if I want to like like any of this in it. Okay. Because I'm like <laughs> scratch that scratch and reverse it. I have to be completely honest. Or is um, it important to talk about this? I mean, I think it's valuable to say this is where I am right now. In yeah. the era of like, this is a, a public diary. But that's, uh, we don't need to do that for yeah any any benefit if you're not into that. You know what? Like, I'm also feeling like I need to like edit myself a little bit because... I'm like, I don't want anything out on the internet that, like, future clients could see and then be like, oh, this bitch is fucked up. Are you under the impression that your therapist isn't? No, but I'm saying, like, if I could easily find, like, an archive of my therapist, like, talking about, like, Timothy Chalamet and, like hating her body like i don't know how i would feel should we stop this podcast (laughs) that's the entire show no 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 no. i'm just saying no i'm no i'm saying like um specifically like body image is like a topic that i don't really feel like i can then take it out talk about and be like because i because i'm in the thick of it it. i can't like zoom out and have any like perspective that i would stand by you know like, I don't know if, like, me talking right now, like, sounds so disordered or if it sounds No, I, I think it's, it's, uh, it's a very relatable state of mind to be in. Yeah. And I don't think you give yourself that credit and that you're not any more fucked up than anybody else. And to okay. think that, like, you have to have your life together so that other people think you have your life together. Mm-hmm. That is, it's a, like... An only a way to beat yourself up. Yeah. It's also embarrassing for me, like, because even if, like, no matter what the BMI says, mm-hmm. like... Fuck a I'm BMI. S- huh? Fuck a BMI. I'm, I'm like, technically overweight. I look this morning. But it's, like, both of us are still, like, like straight size passing, you know? In no world are we fat. In no world are we... In, I'm being so exactly. honest right now. Do you, you know what I mean? In what world is this an unattractive body? Period. In it also, but like also, we like we don't face discrimination sure. based on our size, right? At least none that's like been. It's stopping you from living your life, you know, right? Um. So 
so it's it I also feel like a baby for being like mm, mm. I gained 20 pounds and it makes me feel dysphoric I think what is more disorienting right now is the 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 speed at which it's happened yeah and how it really it feels like yesterday I could go in my closet and pick anything that I wanted and then literally three months later the same pants don't work mm-hmm. it's honestly like it's I feel and what's weird is my lifestyle hasn't changed if that, anything, I work out more than I did last year. That's how I feel about like about myself too, and it's very it's very disorienting. Yeah. But I think it happens to a lot of people. But like we just don't talk about it. I think. So you what? Know what? I, I'm, I'm going to so, keep this so in. That's exactly I'm going to keep I'm this saying. in. There's so many people that will agree with you, and mm-hmm. that like the solutions, the the end goal. Fuck it, right now. That's not the part of the conversation. Also, if you're my client, and this is three years in the future. <laughs> understand the context of this right now and also like i think as a client i i'm actually craving somebody who's, who's gonna take a nuanced it. perspective with me you saying that like gaining weight and not being okay with it in the moment is not nuanced i don't think that's such an outlandish exactly thought to have and i also and i think it's i think it's and yeah. having a healthcare professional who's gone through it having mm-hmm. a primary care physician who is also queer yeah having a therapist who like doesn't have a great relationship with their dad. That's okay. It's it is it's like it makes me respect you more because you are now mm-hmm. similar to me. And I also like I don't I mean I don't know about other people but like I am very like turned off by just blanket positivity. Yeah. I think that I could be- I mean I I know that I could benefit from a more positive mindset but what really irritates me and like what makes me want to dismiss the entire like like belief system as a whole is when people like don't acknowledge the gray areas Mm -hmm. because our minds don't some people genuinely have a demeanor in which they they can look at life positively in Mm -hmm. any situation it would take you killing their dog in front of them to get them to cry Okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I've met people like this, that yeah. where like everything is sunshine and roses. And it's nice to have those people in your life. My brain doesn't work like that. Exactly. And I've tried. It just doesn't. Uh-huh. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm not going to like beat myself up because my I'm wired differently from someone else. But like, you also have to be like so real sometimes that sometimes I don't need a, a I don't need you to tell me to to eat less, work out more. Mm-hmm. I just need you to be like, yeah, it must really suck right now for you to, yeah. to go through this. To, to just hold space for that. Exactly. You know, like, I think... I see you, I hear you, I'm holding space for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but literally, because I think... But I, I genuinely think it's very challenging for people to hold space for each other because it is uncomfortable yeah. to have to, like... to. To have a friend or I'm sure a client come to you and like... And not be okay. And not be okay. And just like... And they... And just like acknowledging the fact that they're having negative feelings about themselves. Like that's very uncomfortable to witness. But like you witnessing it is like actually... It's 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 bad enough to be feeling the negative things, but then to be feeling like I'm doing something wrong or bad or anti-feminist or like anti-body positivity to be feeling the negative thoughts, it's it's like further driving like the shame downwards. Mm. So 
What did you say when we were on the beach yesterday? We went to the beach yesterday. We did. Oh my God, yes. We did. We our summer lifestyle. That was, we, we had we our toes out in the Checked sand. it off the bucket list. It was right, really right. fun. But we were in the surf, getting uh-huh. pummeled by these waves. The, the constant like self improvement of it all. Yeah. We're, instead of just letting life wash over us. Yeah. I think I, I'm also right now like feeling a little burned out of like self examination. It's exhausting. It's tiresome. I had this thought the other day. This is not where I thought we were going to go. Um, I am in a stage in my life right now where I don't know what I want next. And that in and of itself is really uncomfortable. Because mm-hmm. since I've, I have gained sentience, since I gained sentience as a child, right. I've, always, I've always had some clear idea of like where I'm moving towards. Uh-huh. And I really don't know. I'm trying to like find a way to give myself permission to just like exist in wherever I'm at. Mm -hmm. And as much as we talk about the fucking bee with the violin, that's, I don't, I can't just like relax. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and I think like maybe part of like the discomfort is because like coming out of a survival mode Mm -hmm. or like a big like having a problem resolve itself or like you had a big challenge in your life that's not a challenge anymore like it's a huge gear shift it feels it feels insane to just be like oh like this is my life and I just like live every day like just day by day and things are fine when I was a kid I used to be so scared of people that fall into routine Mm. Like going into a suburban neighborhood and buying a cookie cutter house and getting mm-hmm. up every day and making your coffee and going to work and come, you know, coming home and mm-hmm. doing it all over again. That scared me. Mm-hmm. But for the past three years, I've been craving that so much. Yeah. And now I feel like I could have that if I wanted. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I might get a, I don't know. <laughs> it's like you're you're so used to like, fending off like putting out little fires everywhere when the fires stop what do you have to do what do you have left (laughs) i don't know so dramatic enjoy it right (laughs) but that's also the thing like um the the way i like pick shit apart Mm. That that mindset with which I attacked problems in my life, mm-hmm. I'm now applying Doing it, it good to good things. It's and like we're constantly looking out for the thing that could hurt us. This podcast does not to be ther- need to be therapy every time. Let's let's put a bookend on that. The way we the what's on our list today to talk about it's was so like. Stupid. Let's talk about something on our list. Um, okay, guys, but just like just to be real with the listeners, this is just us being real with you mm-hmm. guys. And I know <laughs> that you listen to this podcast for pee pee poo poo time and deep talks. Right. So we're going to try to give you both in this episode. But thank you for holding space for us. Thank you for seeing us and hearing us and being with us during this tough time. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mentioned it to you yesterday, but I think I'm finally, like, ready to get older. Okay, interesting. So, I just turned 29. Old. The, the, 
<laughs> the time is the clock is ticking on this podcast. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. We got it, one year left. One more year, you guys. One year. We'll see. And then what happens? <laughs> um, I don't know. Okay, we'll think about it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Rebrand. I love putting off problems for future me. It Rebrand. sounds great. Um, no, but right before my 29th birthday, I had a realization. And I didn't have a meltdown this year. Oh, good. Which is really fucking nice. Oh, my God, good. So, 27 sucked. Mm. Are you excited? You're turning 26 in a few months? Yeah. 26 was fun. 27 sucked for me. 28 was like, ow. Oh. It was ow, ow. Um, and I, I remember when I turned 28, the like day before, even the day of, we went and got uh, mimosas that oh day. Oh my God, that was a fun birthday, yeah. That night before, I remember I started to spiral. Mm-hmm. Like, oh shit, what am I doing? I'm getting older and nothing is happening in the way I thought it would and I'm scared. This year, I was high and I was doing a chore, some kind of like household activity. And I realized that I was like recreating behaviors that I'd seen my mom do mm-hmm. or like thinking the way that my grandma has thought. And um, for the longest time, whenever it'd be like, oh, I'm turning into my mom, that would be like so cringy. Mm-hmm. And it's like we're we're doomed to repeat the the behaviors of our parents. But this is the first time that I was doing something in the way that my mom would do it. And I felt connected to some like unspoken tradition in mm-hmm. my family Aww. i wish i could remember what i was doing but um this in this moment i was like we are like genuinely turning into our parents and for the first time i like really was excited for that mm-hmm. it made me really excited for 30 it made me really excited to like be my mom's age one day and like Aww. starting to picture i've always had this clear picture of me like old rocking on a rocking chair Mm-hmm. <laughs> I won't own a house because the world is getting overpopulated. Yeah, that's but, okay. Um, yeah, I'm like really excited for it. I keep coming across people my age that are like either days away from their 30th birthday or like they're they're doing their 29 bucket list or whatever the fuck, and people are just like freaking out. And I'm like, mm-hmm. am I gonna have that in a year Maybe. when it's time to cross the threshold, or am I gonna like? have a really fucking cool celebration. Yeah, I think some people, I don't know, maybe, I feel like maybe you won't because I think the people who freak out when they turn 30, like, didn't have the freak out in their 20s. Hmm. I'm just, like, ready to just, like, chill the fuck out. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And I think a big part of that was me dreading leaving my youth even though my youth was all dreading. Mm-hmm. Dreading, <laughs> dreading, dreading. I've been asking people in my life, are you scared to get old? Have you? Yeah. Who? Um, I asked my parents. Okay. I think I asked my boyfriend. I asked some friends. But like the people, the young people mm-hmm. are like, yes, I'm scared to get old. Because I'm scared to get old. Why? Um, why, do, why, do, why are we so like terrified of... I don't know. I think I was like, I was like learning about like Alzheimer's in school. That's actually terrifying. And I don't want to talk about that. And then I was like, um, yeah, I think like losing independence or like, yeah. Or like having to deal with like health issues really freaked me out. And it also like, I'm starting to feel like the choices that I'm making now in my 20s are like going to have major impacts hmm. to as to like what the rest of my life is going to look like. 
Um, so it's just like it feels like very frightening. But it's funny. Both of my parents said that they're not scared to be old anymore. Like my mom was like, when I was younger, I was really scared. But now, like both my parents are in their 60s. She's like, now I'm not. And my dad, too. He... Just they're just not sick. scared or are they like excited for the next chapter, whatever that is? They're, they're just like not scared because okay. they feel, you know, they, they have like some, like some health concerns, but nothing like too intense that they can't deal with. And like my dad was like, I talked to him on his birthday. He's a cancer too. Ooh, scary. Um, <laughs> and he was like, you know what? Like, I'm not scared to get old. Like, I still feel like I'm 30, like in my mind, like I'm, you know. Okay. And it was, like, cute. But, I mean, I've been feeling, like, scared about my parents getting older. Like, that makes me scared. But, like, the fact that they're not, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, it's all right. I am looking at, I have my mom's dad and my mom's mom. They live in the same house. And mm-hmm. so I see them pretty often. But they're getting up there in age, like, mm-hmm. to the point where, like, moving around takes effort. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, is, like... That makes me scared. Mm-hmm. The possibility that they, they won't be here forever, or mm-hmm. the reality. But in a sense, I'm also like, I look back on the time I've had with them and the time I get to have with them still and the relationships that we can still have. It's like, it makes me feel like that's how life should be lived. Mm-hmm. Like they've built a family that is still close and together. Yeah. And that's, isn't that the goal? Like, Mm-hmm. to to love yourself and to be loved by the people in your life like if that if i can achieve that then like what else is there to do in life do you know what i mean the re- yeah to live laugh and love <laughs> i'm crying no because that that like really is it to live to laugh and to love like that's <laughs> Are you making fun of me right now? No, I'm like, I'm actually like being so for real. (laughs) To live, to fully live. Uh But also to like be able to like have the security and safety you need to live. Mm -hmm. That's such a goal. To be alive, to be healthy, to laugh, to find enjoyment in life. Mm -hmm. The little things, the moments that make life worth living. And to love, to love yourself, to love others, to be loved. Like, that's literally... The amount of people that just, like, logged out of this podcast. <laughs> to be honest, I I just want to, like, moving forward, do things that make me happy. Mm-hmm. Like, little shit. Like, just because I want to do it is enough to, like, mm-hmm. go do it. That's all I want for the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. I'm scared. I want to master that. Yeah. I think I'm also scared to get older, like even because I know like a lot of shit's going to happen in Mm -hmm. my 30s. Like that has been like the decade where I'm like. Marriage, moving in, kid, another kid. All that's going to be my 30s. But I'm I'm rapidly approaching my 30s. Right. And how exciting. It's scary. It's scary to think that like my life in 10 years is going to look insanely different. I'll be honest. A huge portion of my anxiety about getting older has been falling out of touch. Oh. And I don't know that I've ever vocalized this, but 
there's such a like a, a centralized conversation around the differences in generations mm-hmm. and the jokes that are thrown out about millennials. And look, it, yeah. it, they're true and therefore they are funny. Mm-hmm. But I mean, even looking at other people my exact age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you are exactly what these jokes are about. I am exactly what these jokes are about. So it's like a big portion of that was just accepting that I'm not always going to be in the know. Yeah. As much as I like to 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 scroll through Twitter and pretend I know what's going on at all times, I think releasing that is going to be a a, a pain point in my near future. Oh. When Threads came out, we should talk about it. I'm not on Threads. Was your first reaction, oh God, another thing to learn? Yeah. Mine was, how exciting. I'm going to be an early adopter. <laughs> it's just like, it. That's what irritated me about, like, reels. Like, I'm not out, like, making reels because it's, like, if if two platforms do the exact, exact same, same thing. thing, like, why do I need to have both? Well, because I'm two different people on TikTok and Instagram. <laughs> and I don't post on Twitter, so. Yeah. My thing is, um, it honestly felt like, because uh, uh, I, I haven't been on Twitter since... A long time ago, and I deleted Twitter and TikTok and all of it. Mm-hmm. I just never got back on. I don't have the app on my phone. Mm-hmm. This was like, oh, fresh start. <laughs> I get to spew. Also, No Fugs has a threads. Uh, okay. <laughs> Are you? Th- yes. Another thing I have to fucking you be don't. funny on. No. Another platform where I have to be funny. You take TikTok, and I'll I'll take that. I mean. <laughs> it's like a PG version of Twitter. Okay, well then what's the fun? D- the bat <laughs> it's still bad jokes, insufferable gays. Uh-huh. Hot takes that don't need to be spoken out loud. It's the same. Not enticing to me. No, it's okay. Um what else <laughs> we need to talk about? So Kiki Palmer. Girl. It's old news at this point, but let's talk about the phenomenon of saying I love my man and then your man saying, You sure? <laughs> I don't actually want to talk about that. <laughs> It's scary. It's not. Uh, what that man did, he who shall not be named because I don't know his name. I actually don't either. Out of pocket, uncalled for, weird. Yeah. So for those of you not in the know, I don't know how you wouldn't be, but Kiki, I don't know where she was, but like. She was in Vegas at Usher's residency. She was yeah. just watching his show. Usher was like singing to her. And Serenading like, her. And she had a sheer dress on with like a bodysuit underneath. Yeah. Which is a popular style and looked great on her and also like not that revealing like i don't and like it she she wasn't wearing anything that i was like not that i was like oh my god like okay kiki is like showing a lot of skin he reacted as if she was like ass naked on the the yeah as if she like took her top off he showed and if she did do you know what i mean yeah we are so young and like beautiful Kiki Palmer. Imagine someone being mad that you're showing your body. But it was also like weird because he was like, oh, like you're a mother now. You shouldn't be doing that. How do you think she became a mother? How do you, how did you notice her, bitch? As if like showing, like being able to, wearing a sheer skirt that you can see her leg means that she's not respectable as a mother and therefore you need to publicly call publicly. out the mother of your child. No, it was it, he showed his ass in the and and got roasted for it immediately, mm-hmm. and then doubled down. 
he tried to defend himself. I felt bad for her. It is embarrassing. And I don't think she commented on it other than to say, oh, yeah, here's the rest of my outfit on Instagram. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I think that didn't they like unfollow each other? I don't know. I mean, they weren't. I don't know that they were together for long. Uh But like, I don't know. He'd be put on time out in my book. It's just it's really disappointing. Mm -hmm. It's really disappointing. It's also disappointing that it's like public. Imagine trying to shame Kiki Palmer. The Kiki Palmer. Also, I'm honest, like just. To be real, like, if you're in, like, a relationship with a celebrity who's, like, substantially more famous and, like, beloved than you are. Keep your mouth shut. The dumbest thing you can. Consider yourself lucky. Yeah. The dumbest thing you can do is, like, try to take her down a peg. (laughs) Joe Owen crying on the street. (laughs) Um, Taylor and what's the face are not together? Taylor and Maddie Healy. Mm -hmm. No, I think she she was just she broke up with her long term boyfriend. What do you Wanna do? Have some fun. I also heard that they had dated like years prior. Did the open letter to Taylor Swift was it effective? Would you say? I don't know. I don't know. If, like I think she is like more online than we think she is. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure she was like aware of the backlash, but the backlash. The backlash, <laughs> but like I'm just saying, not to like not to defend Maddie Healy, and not like I. Love him. Let's talk about another man that ain't shit. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Same. This is in the same vein as Kiki Palmer's baby daddy. Baby daddy to me. Him like texting his surfer girlfriend, being like, "Take down this his picture of you in a swimsuit." Was more scary. That was. It's very insidious, like that. I was listening to um, the Daily the other day, and it was mm-hmm. talking about um, Clarence Thomas. Mm-hmm. And Clarence Thomas has an audiobook apparently oh about. My God. Well, what? About growing up in the segregated South um, and his rise to conservatism. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had made a comment that I was like, oh, right. What did he say? Um, in the South, in the segregated South, there are racists. But then sure. he would go to like the, the integrated North mm-hmm. where the racism is a little bit more mm-hmm. subtle. Yeah. I say that to relate to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, is it worse to have a man blatantly be like, I ain't shit, here are my insecurities, or or be like, oh, I went to therapy, and also I'm still toxic? Like, his was veiled behind calling it his boundaries and saying, yeah. you've crossed my... Long story short, he got he got with a surfer and said, I don't like it when you're in a swimsuit online. What, That's bitch? That's job. It's <laughs> also imagine coming into someone's life and saying, stop doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's so, conf- it's so illogical, but I think it's like, especially in hetero how <laughs> there is like such a, like there can be such like a feeling of like, it's like sexual ownership hmm. and like, I mean, like monogamy is very like I have a lot of thoughts can, about this. It can bleed out and in, like into, into, into such a ownership, toxic yeah. way, mm-hmm. and it's it's hard because like it's funny. But like I'll see TikToks where I'll be like, "This is how me and my man have been together for so long." I do not let him like any girl's pictures on Instagram, and then here I am being like. I'm not going to tell my man not to like girls' pictures on Instagram because 
I follow people on Instagram that mm-hmm. I think are hot. Mm-hmm. Does that is that cheating? I mean, it's between you and your partner, but I think. But but I'm saying no. like that objectively, like objectively, I feel like that's kind of nuts. Or like watching porn. I damn, I struggle a lot with not struggle. I think about it a lot in that like. I feel like I'm presented two choices. Either I'm in a full, fully fledged open relationship or I'm in monogamy and trying to keep it so under wraps. Mm. That like, and both feel off mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Not condemning anyone's like dessert plate right now, but like I feel I don't fit into either of those boxes or I don't want to. And that I, I, I'm in a monogamous relationship right now, mm-hmm. but like, I still want you to go and like have fun and be a person yeah. independent of me. I don't want to feel like I own you. Not that my way is any better than anyone else's, but there is a certain level of toxicity that, that, that comes from, and I, I just, I, I wonder why that, that's so normal. Mm-hmm. It's almost, I feel like with Jonah Hill and with, and with, um, Kiki Palmer's baby daddy. It's not about. I have no I idea what his name is. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's only relevant in proximity to her, which is really funny. I'm sorry, but it's like, it's it's not that like. Also, he was unemployed. <laughs> I'm just saying, okay, but like, it's funny because they're not calling out like the behavior because the behavior is inherently bad. It's about like they're trying to control other people's reactions to their partner. They're trying to control other people's opinions of their partner. By like, bashing their partner, though. Yes. Like, I don't want any other men to lust after Kiki Palmer. And what does that have to do with her? Exactly. Right. Exactly. But that's like also like that's also the where the misogyny enters into like it combines with the like well, toxic it's, monogamy. It's to create this, like bullshit. It's like not just with women mm-hmm. not to say that like to take that away from you but yeah i mean is it the fear of being cheated on is it like i i i was the one that gets to see you naked and everyone else does too mm. does it remove the special factor for you like what is it that like makes you feel that you can like yell or like yeah be be that possessive of somebody but like i also thinking like i don't know if i'd feel comfortable no. with like and i agree with you it's yeah. like but part of that i'm actively trying to get rid of in my own yeah like first line of thinking because right but now where's it's the like line? what do you mean where's the line like and like would i be toxic if i was like i don't want like my partner to like sleep in the same bed as like a friend who's a girl I can't Is answer it? that for you. But like, am I Jonah? Am I Jonah Hill? Being like, that's my boundary. The difference between like, she was not sleeping in a bed. She's doing her job. Yeah. That's a big difference. But like, and I don't know. I, I mean, I think it is, it is very dependent on each couple. Yeah. And I think, there might have been some conversations that both of these couples could have had with each other mm-hmm. p- privately. <laughs> but I also feel like, well, to be fair, Jonah Hills was private yeah. until also, she, it wasn't. Yeah. He was out of pocket for yeah, it. Yeah, he was out of pocket. Um, but that's like, that's like abusive. But like, to me, I'm just like, those 
those examples are so objectively wrong because mm-hmm. they're trying to control their partner's behavior and they're like overstepping in such a way where it's like controlling and abusive. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I think I'm just like interrogating. There, There is a line because at, at some point you could be toxic and say, don't do that. When at that point it's restrictive to their own personhood Mm -hmm. but then there's another line where like i want to be such a cool boyfriend that i'm just gonna let anything fly even though it is bothering me yeah so what is what is the 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 balance that you find there and i think to be honest it's probably like you try shit out and if it doesn't work you pull back yeah for you personally but i feel like one it takes time if i know that i want to be someone that is is free myself and lets my partner be free with limitations, with boundaries that we've discussed mm-hmm. before, but my brain right now still has, you know, insecurities that pop up from past relationships or like I'm conditioned to think that this is what a relationship looks like. Mm-hmm. It takes work f- for me to get from point A to point B. And understanding that, like maybe, maybe after we've built a foundation of trust, maybe after mm-hmm. I've we've experienced each other in these different environments, like B becomes a whole lot more feasible for me. Mm. But I feel like, I don't know, how do you exist in a monogamous relationship in a healthy, non-toxic way? When you figure I'm it out, trying. let me know. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> um, I went to New York. Yeah, how was that? Fun. Okay. I went for my birthday. I saw my SO. I saw Rosie Baker. Is are we using SO now? Should I not? I don't know. I'm just <laughs> just wondering what term you were gonna use. <laughs> he told me that I was like, we're recording. He's like, okay, <laughs> talk about my fat ass. Bye. Have fun. Aww. If you're listening, your ass is so fat. Good job. So fat. Aww. <laughs> so sweet. No, but I have some notes. The shit that I write in this notes app is ungodly. Okay, I was on the plane. Mm-hmm. Two seats in front of me. I wrote, the couple is fighting with their tongues. They were making out with tongue. Aggressively. Not sorry. Ew. It's one thing if it's a peck and then like another peck and then like, oh, a little bit of tongue. Haha, we're laughing it off. Tongue is really serious. Drool between the the, the lips. Oh. Mouth noises. The smell. I'm kidding. (laughs) Like, where's the line? At what point do I tap him on the shoulder and say, stop it? We can see you. That's nuts. I was laughing because I was like, is this happening right now? Is this allowed? <laughs> I said that to my boyfriend. I'm like, do you know the vine where they go like, is this allowed? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, that's us. <laughs> I love PDA. I'm sorry. I, I don't think I do like tongue like that. But like, I'm I not like rolling PDA. my eyes at the PDA. I'm rolling my eyes at that retelling of a vine. <laughs> that's this is so us. <laughs> It kind of is. Sending the most <laughs> basic meme on Instagram. This is so us. Look, best, babe, that's, that's you, we do part, this. That's the best part of being in a relationship is like finding like a picture. No, of, the like, best part is buying two entrees and splitting them. Oh, yeah. No, the best part is seeing like like a picture of like <laughs> of like two dogs like <laughs> snuggling Sitting next and to being each other. like, this is us. This is so us. Oh, my God. You did that that one time. I'm slowly trying to corrupt his sense of humor because mm-hmm. the shit that I find funny, you know, mm-hmm. I send it to you. I don't even send you the worst of it, Taylor. Really? I send the worst of it to Rosie. Yeah, Rosie. 
<laughs> the thing is, Rosie used to only send me Camp Rock and Twilight because she made it up in her mind that I loved that uh-huh. because I would send her shit like that because I thought she loved it. Wow. She's never seen Camp Rock or something. <laughs> <laughs> but she's like, he must really love Camp Rock. That's cute. So he, she only sent me stuff like that. I started sending her shit that is so, so, so fucked up on so many levels. Mm-hmm. And now she sends it back to me. That's sweet. People can be trained is all I'm saying. Yeah. So... I'm like, do you know that stupid TikTok where it's just like a pipe and it falls and it makes a pipe noise? What? Like a metal pipe and it just goes, ding! <laughs> That's the TikTok. <laughs> okay. What about it? That makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> it's like a cap cut um, oh, yeah. template of like someone posing and then it like blows up and then it's just a pipe. <laughs> it's... Like my glow so up for real pipe. Dumb. <laughs> it's so stupid. But like, I love internet humor. Whenever the- you send me ear blood, uh-huh. don't listen to it anymore. I open it and I'm like, not, it's like a Rickroll at this point. <laughs> like, not this again. I've sent you some good ones recently. Are they good? Yes. Be honest. Yes, yes. Okay. Oh my God, I've sent you so many good ones. Oh, my favorite one was the cupcake remix of... Um, with Miranda the sings. Mm. Miranda sings. <laughs> Did you see the Howie Mandel? Did I send that to you? Would you send it to me? Of him making fun of her? Yes. Yeah. And apologizing for the prolapse. Do you remember this? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, the levels of understanding you need to have for this video to make any sense to you. Also, um, I know you told the listeners about going to... Um, like that Pride event and seeing Idina Menzel. Mm-hmm. She's trying to rebrand herself Idina as like a gay either... anthem queen. She already was. But the fact very, that she's... she's... She's actively making bad TikToks, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. I love that. To promote her music. But unfortunately, her music's not good. No. <laughs> it's like a little disco, little pop queen. Uh-huh. But she's like... Just like isn't... It doesn't feel genuine to her she was mother but then i think somebody told her your mother so she was like okay like i'm then i'm gonna mother and like no i think she dance pop she got a little whiff of the the pink dollar is all uh-huh but then she the the music was so anti-mother that she began like going in the opposite direction but because she's now it's so cringy she's almost circling back around to become mother again <laughs> but for a different reason than she thinks she's when you're so mother. out of touch that it becomes camp exactly <laughs> i i feel like when i get older that's what i want if i can't be in the know i need yeah. to be so out of the know that it's amazing um, so I'm currently making my my way through Sex in the City, mm-hmm. and it's like For rotting. Which, is this first time or second? First, first time. time. Okay, it's rotting my brain a little bit. But the way that I hear people talk about, I haven't watched and just like that, yeah. Which is like, isn't that Gossip Girl? No. What? So just like that is. Um, this is like a. It's like basically like a reboot of Sex in the City, but okay. without. Um, Without Horse Girl, uh, Kim Cattrall, oh Samantha. I was thinking of Sarah Jessica. No, she's firmly involved. Okay, but it's like sorry, I called her Horse Girl. That was weird. yeah, that is mean. <laughs> That's so mean. Some of us have oval faces. Okay, <laughs> me this morning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like, so the first like the original series was in like the late nineties, early two thousands, mm-hmm. where they're like in their thirties, like you know 
girl bossing, dating, having sex their way through the city. That could be us. I don't want to think about that. I'm too young. I'm 25. And, but then now they were rebooting it and now they're like in their 50s, 60s. Golden girl. Golden, golden, golden girl. But apparently it's like, it's terrible. It's awful. Oh, the show itself. The show is awful. I thought you were being 60. <laughs> <laughs> like, the show is so terrible, but because it's so terrible, it's, like, circling back around mm. and becoming, like, very, like, unmissable television. It's like, um, the, what's it called? The Room? Oh, yeah. Yeah. How it's so bad that it's good. Yeah. I almost said Megan, but Megan was just objectively good. Megan is a Yeah. Yeah. Huge slay. But it's Literally. interesting to, for something to be great, to be mother, mm-hmm. to completely go in the opposite direction, but then go so far what that you would, circle back around. What should she have done in this instance? Because she Idina? is. Yeah. If she wants to continue making music, what route does she have? Be honest. She could know. make a forgettable album that mm-hmm. only a few people are going to listen to. Like with like broad, Broadway standards. Right. And forever be Elsa, which mm-hmm. is a hard hill to come off of. Mm-hmm. Or she could do something so outlandish and memorable. Yeah. Like she really has no choice. Yeah, I think so. Damn. Poor Adina. <laughs> what else happened in New York? A man tried to climb over me on the plane. I said, please stop. Sir, we are grown men. What did he do? Did he stop? Um, he was like, no, you stay there. I'm gonna. I'm just going to climb over you. He was on top of me. And I said, actually, no, I'm going to stand up. I don't want you on top of me. Did you say it like that? I did, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just waited for him to get back from the bathroom. Strange, man. Wow. Spirit Airlines can die in a ditch. I, Not when I'm on the plane, but... Yeah. Like, <laughs> being, on, being, like, flying is, uh, like, so terrible. Apparently, Spirit Airlines is, like, a really good company to work for. Oh, cool. In theory, but the customer experience is so bad. I, I'm i very mad at, like, air travel as a whole. That's okay. I, I agree with you. Um, I saw a sign on the subway. It just said, this girl with an arrow pointing down has a big pussy. Big pussy. A big pussy. <laughs> Are we doing that now? Big pussy? Yeah. Yeah. Big? Big. Not to be gross, but, like, what part of it is big? Probably like the, the labia. Okay. I'm glad that we're bringing that. Big, big, like big pussy. Big pussy. Okay, cool. She had no idea. And it made me like really love that city. Mm-hmm. Big pussy. There's a discussion online about like influencers nowadays, like fabricating drama. Mm-hmm. And the discussion is like, imagine living in New York City where you can literally just turn on the camera on any corner and some shit will go down mm-hmm. and still needing to fabricate some kind of like drama. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of funny though. Like I love when, when Trixie does it with like kimchi. What are you talking about? Like every once in a while, Trixie will be like kimchi. You Oh, they're fake beef. Yeah. You yeah. stepped out of line this time. <laughs> and then this kimchi is like, you deserved it. You, you can't like, <laughs> I love it. Should we have an online feed? Yeah. I love I love it. My feelings will get hurt so quick. <laughs> You'll say something too real and I'll be like, wait, did you mean that? <laughs> um, and then the last thing, I sat behind um, 
an atheist and a Christian wow. walked into a coffee shop. This is not a joke. Okay. <laughs> um, they sat next to me. And they start tried to convince each other that the other was correct. I'm never going to do that. Never. Who has the time? I'm never going to do that. The Christian started getting very mad. Okay. Because his his story wasn't adding up. But neither no. her logic wasn't logicing either, the atheist. I'm like, I've just kind of come to the point where like, I'm never going to like convince anybody out of like a belief like that. I have no interest in it. Yeah. Who who has a standing date? We're like, let's go get coffee and just debate. Wait, they like knew each other? Yeah, they absolutely knew each other. At least they talked, as, like they just got right into it. I'm never going to do that. Like I have, I have friends who are Christian. I'm never going to sit them down and try to like talk them out of their beliefs. I'm not going to get anywhere. And also, what does it what do you matter? Get out of that? What yeah. does it matter? <laughs> I was just like, where am I? Like they they sat down and like, okay, do you want to go first or should I go no, first? No, they planned they it planned out. That's to hilarious. <laughs> the New York New York City is the city of dreams. That's very that's actually You can make I, it there, you can make it anywhere. Oh my god. I feel like nobody would that is very New York. If you have a big pussy, you know where to go. Big pussy. Big pussy. What was that? That episode of Insecure. S- oh. Stinky, stinky, smelly, smelly. Is it smelly? No, it's like um, dry pussy. Dry pussy. Is it dry? Is the pussy dry? No, because I think the joke was that like. Is it dry? Is that what she says? Wait. <laughs> Let's look it up. Insecure, dry pussy. <laughs> I think it's smelly, stinky. Broken pussy. Broken pussy. Because <laughs> I knew it was something about like the pussy hadn't been utilized. Mm, it's it's in disrepair. Yes, it's broken. Right. Broken pussy. Oh, we've all been there. That's a great song. Broken pussy. Broken pussy. Put um, put um. We never talked about the strikes, but we don't have time. Oh, yeah. We Follow us with- on Reels. It's at NoFucksPod. We'll oh discuss. God. Are you making Reels? Not Reels. Sorry. Did I say Reels? Yeah. I meant Threads. What's worse, honestly? <laughs> Both two things that I don't care about or okay. participate in. We make Reels on Instagram all the time. And by Who's all the time, we? I mean like six months ago. <laughs> we haven't posted anything on Instagram in a long time. Do you want to post right now? Broken pussy. I look so sweaty and nasty. I don't want to look at myself. Um, it's going on the internet. <clears throat> Whoop. Follow us on Instagram at NoFucksPod. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Threads up? at NoFucksPod. Mm-hmm. Follow us on TikTok at NoFucksPod. I think we are wrapping up, right? Yeah. Did you have anything else you want to say? No, not really. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. Okay. Um, email <laughs> us at NoFucksPod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or okay. check out our website, NoFucksPod.com. Yeah. Um, we drop new episodes every other Tuesday. We mm-hmm. have, um, you subscribe to us on Spotify, yep. Apple Podcasts. It's a five-star rating and review. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Look. Look. Scratch that. Reverse it. Scratch that. <laughs> reverse it. I feel the rush. Um, That's like my brain right now. Like like one half of the time, like I feel the rush is like playing in the loop, and then the other half of the time, it's like quiet up, quiet up, and listen down. Scratch that. Reverse it. I'm scared of Timothy Chalamet as Willy Wonka. Discover it's- how Willy became Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> she she willy on my wonka until i chocolatier
Um, the the funniest thing ever is gonna happen. Emily Baumeyer posted that on Threads. Oh my god, I saw her. I saw her joke. I'm sorry. No, babe. no, no, no. Yours was different. Oh, but the same. Uh huh. She's funny. Yeah, I love her. Okay, we gotta get her back on the on the pod. Okay. Um, we I I want Hello? to see Barbenheimer with her. So. So you're replacing me. Um, I wanted to do it as a trio, but somebody has to work, and it actually might be me as well. So we don't know. Um. What was I gonna say? It's no, I'm just saying it's gonna be so funny to see Dune. Dunk. And and it, then the next month. It looks so good. I'm so excited. Dune looks Wait, so good. Wait, I actually good. wrote down a list of, of movies. Why do we always continue talking when we wrap up the show? Um, whatever. <laughs> okay, so this is my schedule for the for I guess the rest of the year. Okay, work. Um July is Barbenheimer. Right. August, bottoms. Bottoms. I forgot about that. Actually, one of my friends from college is in that movie. Who? Which character? Um, he's one of the football players. He's on the poster. Bitch, is he in? Is he like the the football player? Um, he's not the one that like the. I'll show you. But I'm. It's it's really exciting because that guy is also. Um, he's like one of the co-stars in Red, White, and War of Blue. You don't know what I'm, I'm listening to that right now. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, we'll, we'll we'll off we'll offline. Okay. Um, September Challengers. Challengers. Zendaya. Zendaya. It's called I, Challengers? Yeah. I I'm so horny for that my movie. Little white boys. I think the word is excited. Not horny. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so but I am horny for that for movie. It. That picture of her with her neck up and the two white boys kissing. Is it too much to ask? How does it feel <laughs> to live my dream? And my dream is to be kissing her neck. Just saying. Uh, October Priscilla. Pris- Wait. Is Priscilla with... What's, his, what's her face? Jacob. Jacob huh? Lordy. Priscilla is about Priscilla Presley. It's Elvis's wife. Yes. Interesting. On the heels of, mm-hmm. is he still? Are they still together? By the way, Austin Butler and Kaya Gerber. I don't Kaya know. Kaya Gerber. Kaya Gerber. No, she's not in that movie. No, oh, I know. I don't know. But just like on the heels of Elvis. Yeah. And he's still Elvis. But I think the point is, is like the Elvis estate doesn't like Priscilla this movie mm. because I think it portrayed it like. The beginnings of Elvis and Priscilla's relationship were kind of fucked up because they met when she was like 14 and he was like 21. So, awesome. So, I think they're going to like, you know, explore some of those dynamics and the Elvis estate is not happy about it. When is that movie with um, Emma Stone coming out? I don't know. The Frankenstein esque. Do you know what I'm talking no. about? You finish your list and I'll okay. look that. November, Dunk. Dunk. December, Wonka. Uh, how was that? Is that good? Yeah. Okay. What was December? Wonka. 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 Oh my god. Also now is theater I want to see theater camp. I haven't I haven't watched one of the trailers. It just looks too empty for me. My parents never sent me to theater camp because they didn't believe in my abilities. Red, white, and royal blue is in August. Let me look it up. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The one that I'm really excited for that. That's next month. Um Oh, yeah, no. Asteroid City is out right now. I've never seen a Wes Anderson film. So I think I'm on the road to become a cinephile. I'm on the A-list now. I'm part of the cult. So I've been watching so many movies. Yeah. Oh, it's called Poor Things. It's an incredible tale and fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, a young woman brought back to life with a brilliant unorthodox scientist who is played by William Defoe. Oh my God. And it's like supposed to be this like really fantastical, very stylized like movie. And it's like her kind of exploring the grotesque nature of like 
rediscovering. It's like, it was like a, a very strong undertone of like sex and almost puberty. Oh. She's like coming back to life. It looks interesting. really interesting. That sounds good. When is it coming up? <laughs> busy schedule. September 8th. Booked you didn't have anything in September. Booked and busy for the rest of the year. Okay. I'm excited. Um, cool. Okay. So after that little tag. Have fun editing this episode, by the way. <laughs> you have some slimming down to do. <laughs> the, um, tell a friend about tell this friend, episode. Yeah. Do all the, just connect with us online. Yep. We're here. Send us a message. We'll yeah, read it. Do all the things. Do all of it. Ooh. Um, yeah. Am I missing Love anything? Guys. Happy note, summer. Yeah. Happy summer. Feels like summer now. On that note, I don't think I have any follow up questions. I don't think I have any follow up questions either. Bye. Scratch that. Reverse it. <laughs>